I'm going to be completely honest here and I feel a little ashamed sharing this because, well, this is a podcast for podcasters and what I'm going to confess to you kind of goes against a lot of the conventional wisdom that you hear about growing a podcast. Yikes. Okay, so deep breath. What I'm going to share with you is that I never actually thought about getting my podcast guests to help me grow my show. Okay, don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. It was just, this was just never a thing for me. It was never a strategy that I really relied on. My first podcast was a completely solo show and it never occurred to me that getting guests on was a way to grow that show. But with this podcast, with the Grow My Podcast show, I've seen the benefits when a guest promotes their episode. But if I'm going to be totally honest, it was by accident that I stumbled upon that, not at all by design. Because my whole reason behind getting those guests on in the first place was because they have something valuable that they can share with you. You, the person listening to the show right now. It was almost a bonus if they promoted the show. And it was only recently when a couple of things happened that made me rethink this approach. It made me rethink how I can lean into this strategy more intentionally to grow my show. Don't get me wrong. My first reason will always be to serve you, to ensuring I have the best guests on to help you grow your show. But, well, it doesn't hurt if I can kill a couple of birds with one stone, does it? So if you've been struggling with having your guests promote their episode on your podcast, then this episode is exactly the conversation I want you to be involved in. Because I'm going to be talking through some of my own experiences and what seemed to work, as well as share some insights into some conversations that I've been having that is helping me better understand what makes a guest want to promote a podcast that they guested on. My name is Deidre Shen. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Capshow, the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. This is the Grow My Podcast Show. Hey you, how are you doing on this fine, fine day? I am so pumped because we have quite a bit to cover today and this episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm not going to profess to be the expert on how you have your guests share the episode. Instead, I'm going to give you an insight into some of the things that I've done and some of the things that I'm going to be doing based on some hypotheses that I've formed from my own experiences but also from many conversations that I've been having, because this is all a journey for me, just as it is for you too. And my whole aim with this podcast is to share what's working for me, but also more importantly, to share things that I strongly believe will work too. I mean, to be fair, that's how we're also building Capture. We always start with some kind of hypothesis, put it out there and test and iterate until it works or it doesn't and we have to iterate again. That's also how we approach our podcast growth. But that starting point, that hypothesis, it's always rooted in something, something that I've done, something that I've seen others do, or something that comes up through conversations with a variety of people. And this topic is actually an example of all of those things for me. I'll tell you what prompted me to really start thinking about it. I was getting a debrief from Bonner on an office hour session she just had with our Capshovians, which FYI, if you're a paying member of Capshow, you also have free access to. So you can ask Bonner all of your Capshow questions or give us feedback on how you're finding it. You can mastermind with other Capshovians in these office hours. Okay, so if you are currently subscribed to Capshow, then you have full access to that. Okay, so Bonner was giving me a debrief and she mentioned a couple of times this same question being asked, which was a variation of, 
how can I use the social media captions and emails that Capture creates for me to give to my guests so that they have more content to use to promote their episode? Oh, man. Great question. Great question. Shout out to Una Doyle and Diane Wingard, who are both Capture Collective members for asking this. And on these calls, there was a really good, healthy discussion about what people are currently doing to entice a guest to promote the episode, what was working and what wasn't. And that started giving me some really good insight into perhaps why it is that guests aren't promoting the episode. I started also thinking about my own experience as a guest and what would prompt me to share about an episode. I also started thinking about times a guest on my podcast promoted an episode. Why did they versus others who didn't? And to be fair, you will always get the odd one here and there who might perhaps think that they were doing you a favor by being on your podcast, for example, or they're just never going to promote your episode. Like they just don't do that at all. But by and large, if it is a strategy of yours to grow your show by leveraging other by leveraging your guests promotion power as long as we get the right guests on who have the right mindset towards helping share the stages that they were on then there are a few things that we can personally do ourselves that will make it way more compelling for our guests to promote your podcast and i'm so excited to start to explore those with you Hey guys, my name is Rashawn and I am the host of the Motivate Grind Succeed podcast. Now, while podcasting is incredibly fun, unfortunately, not all of it is sunshine and rainbows. And believe it or not, there is an uncool side to it. And I'm talking about your podcast copy. And if you're anything like me, you hate that part with an absolute burning passion. But that is where Cap Show comes in. Capshow, unlike any other AI copywriter, is built specifically for podcasts. I'm talking all of your podcast copy, titles, episode descriptions, show notes, and even social media captions and so much more are all SEO optimized and generated for you in just a few minutes from one audio file. That's it. Personally, Capshow has enhanced my workflow by cutting down my copy generation time to one-sixth, yes, I did the math, of the time while also quadrupling my downloads in the span of only four months. I mean, think about it, guys. All of your podcast copy is done and SEO optimized in a fraction of the time it would take for you to do it yourself. And the best part about it, you can give this all a shot for my favorite word in the world, free. Visit capshow.com to get started with a completely free trial today. That's www.capsho.com to get started today. If you have a guest-based podcast and you've been a little bit underwhelmed by the amount of traffic that your guests have been able to drive to your podcast, that is very little, then I'm glad we're here having this conversation. And by the way, we get to have it between you, dear listener, me, and my co-founder and COO, Bonner Rye. Hello. Hello. It's good to be back. Yes. And I wanted to take this opportunity to share some things on this particular topic. You know, I've had some of my own experiences, mm. which you have also been very involved in. We've had quite a few conversations about this yes. as well. And really, like we've had the conversations, we've, we've kind of come up with some hypotheses and potentially some solutions maybe as mm. to how we might be able to help our community 
with this particular power mm. problem the, on how to unlock almost the power of getting their guests to share their episode on their podcast yes right yes and I think importantly what it comes down to when we've been having these conversations is how do we make it a win-win-win for everyone involved and this is actually the key when mm. it comes down to it right like if we take a step back and we think about what it is that we want to achieve here we want it very importantly first for it to be a win for our audience like mm. that has to be almost the number one thing right yep. give our audience content that they actually want to listen to mm. so you know we definitely want to get the right guests on to help us do that we obviously want it to be a win for you that is you know as the podcast as the host you want to create a kick-ass episode and we also want to lean on our guests to promote it so that it gets even more reach. And finally, we want it to be a win for our guest. Mm. And I think this is the crux of what we're going to be talking about today. Because if we can make it a win for them to have a really awesome episode and to, sh- want it and to share it, like we want to make it really valuable for them so to the point that they will want to share about it. So they, mm, they're they almost good about it. Yeah, they're almost compelled to do that, right? Because then they will. Yes. If that's the case. Okay, so let's get into how we do that, maybe. Mm, right? Okay, yeah. so let's get into it. Thing is with the actual interview. And now I'm I'm a bit ashamed to admit. It's a confessional. It is a confessional box. But I'm gonna I'm going to anyway. I'm gonna I'm because I'm very, very open and transparent about all the things. (laughs) Okay, but I have been a little bit guilty. A very, very, very guilty about being a bit of a lazy host. (laughs) You know, the one that kind of this happened before, not so much now, but in a previous podcast, you know, I would have my booking link just open. I'd share it around. I didn't, I barely knew what guests I was interviewing that day. Mm. I, you know, I, I was like, okay, I'll just show up on the Zoom call. And I asked the same questions, you know, all the time to mm. all of my guests, right? You know, it was like, tell me your story. And what did you learn from that journey? And what's something you would tell your younger self? You know, those kind of questions that mm. like, ugh, it's kind of a boring podcast. And apologies if you have. This I was going to say awkward. <laughs> so awkward. I'm sorry, but it is, you know, if we're going to tell be, you what you need to hear. Exactly. If we're going to be like really, really brutal about it, like it is the same questions because I have been a guest on a lot of podcasts that you just get asked day in, day out. And it's kind of a lazy way to do it. Okay. And I, and by the way, I say this having been there, I've yes. fallen into that rut. I had become lazy. I didn't take the time. And honestly, the care to want to create something amazing for my audience, you know, something that they actually wanted to listen to. So in a way, I was like, no wonder I didn't want to keep that podcast going. Yeah. <laughs> I just, and I was just thinking, me. as you were saying that, the laziness, I think, from, actually comes from almost this this treadmill, I think a lot of us are on yes. as hosts to do as many of these as possible. So it becomes more about, you know, very quickly when you start quantity becomes the goals, which is far from lazy because you were doing so many so interviews. Many, yeah. You were, some days were back to back. So it's not that kind of laziness by way of the pursuit, but really because you're doing quantity, the quality starts to slip yes and then to your point you, you can't actually handle that so it's really taking a step back and thinking about the quality of the the questions you're asking and how you're planning these guest appearances yes exactly because it's and i and i found it like with this podcast for example mm. i've taken a completely different approach right like the guests i have on are strictly invite only yes some people ask to want to be on here and i'm like i'm sorry like i just unless we can come up with a really cool talk like something that's super valuable and punchy for you to listen to and that you will actually learn from it just doesn't make sense Mm. to have everyone on 
yeah, just anyone and everyone on this podcast. And, it got, and, and honestly, like, even to the point, like, I, I take this so seriously that I don't even particularly care if the guest is going to promote the episode. Mm. You know, because mm. it's all like the way that I approach this podcast is it's completely value first. If they have something really great to share with the audience, with you guys, then, you know, whether they promote it or not is kind of mm. secondary. Like, mm. I, it's, it's not even really a factor in my, you know, my kind of like process so i what i do care about is that they provide value so i'm i do meet with them before the interview so we come up with the topic and we make it a little bit different something that it makes it a way more like almost something that they've never hopefully never really done before the type of episode they've never really done before mm, like unique angle or yeah exactly so yeah. for example episode 44 i had dan meisner on from bumper and i invited him on because <laughs> we were catching up uh, it was a zoom call and we were just we started having this really nerdy philosophical conversation about podcasting and podcast marketing and that doesn't sound like you at all no not at all. <laughs> and i could tell from the questions that even what he was asking me was that we we just had a lot to talk about and so because of some of the things that he was saying I was I actually I was like hey Dan do you want to be come on my podcast and what would be really cool is instead of doing you know the traditional the things that you normally hear on this podcast which is like the three things to do something let's actually talk about what not to do mm. instead so take a little bit of a different approach something he's probably not used to talking about honestly on on other podcasts or, or other guest spots that he's had and uh, when we when we told him hey your your episode's gone live he promoted the yeah. heck out of it and we saw just from that episode something like a 48 percent increase just in the listens on that on that Episode. I remember being at Podfest after that episode went live and I ran to someone in the lift and got talking to her. She realized it from Capture, the Grow My Podcast show, and she mentioned that episode seeing Dan promoted on LinkedIn. Exactly. Wow. Okay. It's because it was so genuine the way that yeah. he promoted it. It wasn't just a blast. You know, he was very seemingly had a good time on the episode, you can tell. And, <laughs> yes. you know, like to your point, it's a unique perspective that he maybe doesn't get to share normally and he got to share it. Yes. And this is important that we talk about this particular experience because... What I learned from that is if you can actually have a different perspective that the guest has never really even taken before, mm. because you can imagine, and because I've done this and like, you know, I've been on, as I said, I've been a guest on multiple podcasts where it's kind of been the same thing over and like I get asked the same thing. I share the same stories. I share yes. the same strategies. And after a while, like I can't keep promoting the episodes because they're all the same. Mm. Like even my audience will be like, what the heck do you do? Yeah. Like, you're just you're just trying to get me to listen to the same thing over and over again. Same content, yes. Yeah, so I think this is key, right? That when you do get guests on, put a little bit of care, that preparatory, preparatory care? That's, mm. Yeah, preparatory yeah. care around what is it that you can have your guests talk about that they've never actually really spoken about before? Mm. Or what's a different angle that you can have them take? that mm. they've never because then it's like they'll have so much fun because it's like that's cool you got me thinking about things that i never really thought about before and i think that i was pretty good at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna come through in the as you were saying it's gonna come through in the recording because i think 
when the host is lazy and I'm doing the air quotes to your point on that treadmill, then the guest also gets on the treadmill to say, well, I'm going to reciprocate. Yes. But if the host is clearly putting in an effort to ask something different, bring a different side out to them, I think you can tell that in the yes. interview when the guest is like, hmm, stumped or taking their time or yeah. really clearly enjoying themselves, like yes. you said, because they get to talk about something different. So I yeah. think it's really clear to the listener as well and yes. they can't help but be more engaging as content. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's the first, that's almost like the first step that we would say is like mm. how do you take a different angle to what they're used to talking about either that or a really like quick win I would say if this is just you know either if you're stumped as to which you shouldn't be to be honest like if you put the prep work in you would probably know you'd be able to tease out a different angle that they can take but if that's not the case then really the only, the more powerful way is if you've been able to catch your guest at the point when they're trying to promote something I think we all know this right like yes. yeah there are people out there that's trying to promote a book or something else something new now if someone is on a book tour by the time that you get them if the if you're like maybe the fourth fifth or you know 50th yeah 50th podcast they're not going to promote you like you have to literally be probably one of the top the first three mm. honestly to if you want them to promote you if they're on some kind of book tour or other tour, you know. So, for example, the episode I did with Kevin, the first episode I did with Kevin, Kevin Schmidlin, he wanted to get the word out about his new framework, the TPP framework. Mm. And probably because I was one of the first to actually interview him on it, he he happily promoted it. I would, honestly, I, I would do the same thing. Like, right now, I'm on a bit of a tour about Capture 2.0. Mm. I'm going to keep promoting the people, like, you know, to the people that do get me on to talk about 2.0 just because I like to reciprocate that way. But not everyone's going to be like that, right? Because I'm yeah. in the podcasting space. So I understand how, you know, I want how to be able to give, this. yeah, to give back to people who out of kindness was like, took the time to interview me. But mm. I would say the majority of people are not going to be like that. Yeah, I agree. So it's all, almost one of two things. Either you get them, you'd be one of the first, literally one of the first to actually have interviewed them and published if they're on some kind of promotional tour about something. But if not, you've got to find a different angle to what they're used to talking about. Mm. That's that's really the only way that you, they're going to want to be like, oh, that was this was a really cool episode. Let me definitely share about it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So let's go into step number two. And I'll, I'll just introduce it. And then I do want you to, because you probably do a lot more of the operationally how this kind of works. But this is kind of like, if you, so the first step is find a different angle to what they're used to talking about. The second step really is like to make it stupidly simple for them to talk about your episode. Mm, yep. This one is so overlooked, I think, because we know it in principle that we really need, you know, like with everything, whenever you want anyone to do anything, you have to make it really simple for them. And what's simple for you might not be simple for them because they have so many other things to think about. So this is something, again, I'm not going to pretend we've cracked it, but these are just some of the questions that, you know, we've started asking ourselves to say okay again like you just said for the grow my podcast show that is not our primary leader when we choose guests but because you've put so much thought into choosing and cultivating the right guests we're like well how do we follow through because this is also about taking care of the relationship after you've recorded mm, it's yes. not just going okay cool that was amazing now i've got what i needed for want of a better term and now it's you know it's whatever so how do you continue the care and one thing that we've started thinking about is to say okay i think back in the day especially when you were doing how many other episodes <laughs> on multiple yeah, podcasts? Yeah. yeah, we just had this one blast that we would do. Again, it's just kind of like going, "Oh, here, just post, you know, promote it everywhere." And here's some wording, maybe, maybe a graphic. But please tell everyone, 
you know, yeah. about it, right? And then really what, what the, the steps you want to think about is, okay, well, firstly, if they are going to promote, because not everyone's going to do it, where are they most active? Which mm. platforms are they most active? Are they a social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook person? Are they an email person? You know, because that's the other thing too. Sometimes we want to give them really what they're actually going to use. And they're so used to working on those platforms that the that the cognitive load is lower on them. Mm. But it's like, oh, I might as well just quickly promote this. The other thing that you want to think about as well is how far out do they promote? You know, mm-hmm. so for us, we're pretty, you know, we're very, I, w- I would say we don't plan too far in advance because we have so many things going on. So generally someone lets us know kind of like this is going live or it's live now. We can find a way to promote it. But some people, some of your guests will have a really, really packed content calendar that they map yes. out weeks and months in advance. Yeah. So again, it's just getting, getting to know them and say, okay, when do you want these assets? Because some people, if you get them too early, they'll forget about it. You know, so I think it's just taking that extra care to understand what kind of platforms they're promoting on, when they want it, and then that can really help you plan the assets you're creating, both from a creative perspective, but also from a copy perspective. That all they need to do is just tweak it here and there, and then they're, they're ready to go. One final thing that I will say to say about that is just giving them a level of customizability. So the number of times, obviously, when you're on a, on a guest episode that we are looking to promote, a lot of people will give us sort of pre-done things that we can't really edit yeah. in any way. So... I still edit some of it because we need to sound it like us, but also even the visuals, you know, Mm -hmm. so I think it's just really giving them a level of customizability where they're still going to be, you've done the bulk of the work for them to say, these were the key points Mm -hmm. and you've you've taken the care to really help them promote, but it gives them that customizability. So they're actually going to be more likely to promote it to say, okay, well, this, it's not going to hurt my brand. Yes. Want a better term. Yes. And I think, you know, definitely... Again, having been the lazy host, you know, and this will sound very familiar, I think, to a lot of you is let's just put the headshot on a picture thing, like an audiogram looking thing. And, you know, my headshot's on there and send it to them. It's in my brand color. And I think that's what Bonner's talking about around the customizability. It's like our feeds just, you know, we, we want to be able to promote something that's like that that fits with what with our brand you know Mm. so that's you know it's really actually important to go that one step further and make it valuable for their audience I think this is a thing it's like you know we think about I, I was so intentional when I opened this episode to talk about how we create value for our audience right like we want to get the right guests on because at the end of the day, your audience is what matters. It's going to be the same thing for your guest, right? Yeah. They're, they're thinking what's valuable for my audience. And so when you give them assets as well, think about what they will want to share with the audience. Things like quotes, I think, work really well. Like, you know, if you can clip particular really great bits, that would work really well. I think the old school, like, let's just put two headshots on there or one headshot is just, it's kind of dated you guys like I would say if you can like move away from that and think of ways which by the way capture helps with you know pulling out really great great quotes like that is just a no-brainer easy thing to do just send them a quote card that again they can customize just put on canva and be like hey here's you know a starting point but you know super happy for you to put in your brand colors and etc right so that's just a really really easy way for them to be able to share something that's actually going to be valuable for their audience 
Absolutely. And I think because, you know, you always want to be promoting your own episodes and, and even when you're promoting your episodes, it's really making the guest the star of the show. And I know we have this feedback sometimes on Capture to say, hey, there's a lot of emphasis on the guest in your guest episodes. That's just our ethos, I guess. Yes. We're very, in terms of how we do podcasting, obviously people do it differently. But to your point, aside from the other thing that came to mind was aside from making sure that, you know, you're giving them all of the promotional assets that they need to promote in an authentic way that's true to them. When we promote our podcasts every week, especially with the guest, we really take a little bit of maybe an extra five minutes to really think about how how can we make that that promotional piece from our end something that because they're going to be tagged in it that's for sure and if they're on Instagram you know we'll we'll do a collab post with them they may or may not accept it but that's going to really make them not just about making them look good but it actually has a personal touch to it so for example using that episode with 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 Dan that we mentioned obviously we know he's big on LinkedIn so we took a little bit of extra care in the post that we shared on LinkedIn it's more personable rather than that headshot we just took a zoom of you guys laughing sorry a screenshot of you guys laughing on zoom just to remind people of that dynamic that we were just talking about on the podcast it was just warm and very you know we just took a little bit of extra care I think just edit the the the, what came out of capture a little bit just to add that Mm. personal touch that you guys had in the conversation when you interviewed John, obviously John's a close friend of yours. We, you know, we shared a, a funny a photo that you and him had had at Podfest, just really alluding to the personal relationship. And he was very happy to share that as well. Yes. Aside from obviously the promotional assets we gave him, he was tagged on this piece from you. He's engaging. When he's engaging, his audience is engaging. Yes. So I think it's just taking that little bit of extra care, even in the your own promotional assets for the even if they don't promote on their own what you tag them on, just make it something, just take that extra minute to really think about what was special about that interview and highlight that in that promotional asset. Yes. Okay. So that's step number two is to make it stupidly simple for them to talk about your episode, right? So we gave you a few tips, things to think about to implement in your own flow. So then step number three is, this is a little bit of a, it's, it's, it's a different way of thinking about things, right? But how do we make the evergreen sharing content about them Mm. about them and not you and let me let me just step back and I'll tell you a little bit about what I mean I'll tell you a little bit of bit of a story about how this all came up and then and then what we actually mean by it because it's a little bit it's a little bit of a different way of thinking about it okay so I gosh last year's podcast movement Christine McAllister who has been a guest on this show as well so she kind of got in touch and and we caught up and she was telling me about this new thing that she's doing now for context Christine is an expert in guest in guesting I guess so she helps experts be guests on other podcasts and she was like you know working on this idea about how she can help her clients essentially create 30 days worth of content from the episodes that they've guested on okay so that was kind of like what we were talking about and that so it was like that conversation and then very quickly it's like things happen in threes and and like they just they seem to happen like all at the same time anyway so yes I just had that conversation I'm actually also in this mastermind and as part of that mastermind this we were on this call and someone mentioned that you know because I was like my name's Deidre this is what I do this is what Capture is and they're like oh my gosh, this is so great. I'm on so many virtual summits and I guess on so many podcasts, Mm. like, can I use it? And I was like, oh, that's (laughs) not really, not not really, this is really geared towards hosts. But, you know, that sort of started seed. And then I had a conversation with a friend and actually a user of Capture, so he uses it on the host side, but he was like, you know, it'd be great if, because I guessed on so many podcasts, if, you know, will you ever have a version for guests? And I was like, 
oh my gosh <laughs> this okay. is a sign this, this is, is a sign right us. there's yep. so many of these conversations that i'm having where people are are going like i i'm not only a host but from a guesting perspective i want to be able to use the content that granted it's on someone else's stage but it's still me my voice my message i want to be time a, and your spent. time yeah i want to be able to use that in a way that i can provide value to my audience mm. And so I was like, so the more that I thought about this, the more I was like, wow, there's actually something here around the fact of, because the power as well is if we can actually help guests do this, they are going to be so, so open to, to just referring back to the podcast that they were on or yeah. the virtual summit or the whatever that they were on, right? And so in a way, this is like evergreen content that they're mm. sharing about you and your podcast. Yes. Exactly. And when they, they come onto it knowing with that in mind, they're going to be so much more intentional about what they're sharing. It's not just another thing that they're like, let me just get this off my calendar now. Yes. But, you know, they're coming with a level of intention for your podcast as yes. well. So it truly starts to hit the win-win. And of course, the audience wins from yes, this. Yes, exactly. So this is actually something that we're really excited to be building into Capture. So it is, gosh, by the time this episode goes live, I think we'll probably, we'll probably still be in beta, but close to launching it. Mm-hmm. But we are building building a capture guest module to capture for for people who guest because and the great thing is from a host perspective you like in a way I'm kind of saying this it's it'll sound selfish but there I I I swear it's not but you know the what you really want to be thinking about is okay as a host if I can share capture to my guest then yeah, apart from them being able to get the promotional assets that, you know, is already included in the host version, the guests can actually create so much more content, mm. so much more engagement and educational content from my episode that, again, because it's a win for them, they're going to want to post it, which then links back to your episode, right? Yeah. It, it, it mentions the fact that they had this conversation with you on your podcast. Mm. That is so powerful. Yeah. It was so funny because after you had the conversation with Christine and, and these other conversations and we start mulling around on guests, I remember we were hosting office hours and, you know, it's usually for, for those of you who aren't aware, with Capture, every, every two weeks we host office hours for our community to come on and obviously ask questions, mastermind with each other and talk about how to maximize the use of Capture. And, you know, we kind of threw it out, got to the point where we we're talking about open questions. And it was so funny because as we were just having this conversation, a lot of our users were like, you know what? I'm finding that I've just been guesting, who's just been like guest, just doing lots and lots and lots of guest, you know, interviews and really just really tired from it. Yes. But, you know, really I want to, I wish I could just take that transcript or that audio file and create content that's going to help me. Yes. And I just said, well, wait till, <laughs> wait till you see what we have in store. Because I think that's the thing. It's a real pain point for people, especially for people who are taking the effort to guest, mm. I think, you know, and it's not just about, yeah, being on the stage. Visibility is fantastic. But how do you build that ongoing credibility yes. as well? Yes. Love that. Okay. So that's the three steps i guess to how you can start to have your compel your guests to share about your episode the first is like try to think of a different angle like how can you get them talking about something that they've never shared before a different perspective something something that makes them want to be like man i was really cool on this podcast i need to share about this my audience (laughs) needs to hear this right like think about that what what can you what take can you can you create on did i say that right what 
what take can you have mm. on creating an, an episode like that? The second is make it stupidly simple for them to talk about your episode. And I know Bonner gave some really, really great tips about things that we're doing as well and more to get our guests to share about an episode that they were on, on for this podcast. And number three is how do you make the evergreen that they're going to share about them, right? Like how do you put them at the center of it and really go, give them the opportunity to be like, hey, there is so much gold in what you shared on this podcast. Again, because if you did step one, it's going to be very different. Yes, they can promote it initially at the same time that you do. But really, you want them to keep keep promoting it in a way, in a non-promo way. Mm, yeah. And this is, you know, so how we're building Capture Guests is exactly how they can do that. How mm. can they lift the value, the engagement content, the educational content, and keep referring it back to the fact that it was on your podca- podcast that they shared about this. So it's going to be so good. It's, it's going to be, this is, this is it. You guys. like, this is going to be killer. Okay. So thanks for hanging out with us. This is fun. This is fun, right? If you have any questions at all, I think there is a link in the show notes to be like, leave me a comment or message Send me. me a message. Send me a message. Yes. <laughs> and I will be better at answering those. <laughs> on this podcast as well I do want to start to get into that so thank you so much for hanging with us if you do want to hear more about Capture Guest we're also going to have a link in the show notes for you to get on the wait list for Capture Guest so let's so get in on that too all right you guys have fun and stay awesome